we're back with another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, episode the seventh? This is, in fact, the seventh episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, starring Jack and Andy. Yeah, we are the stars. And JoJo is the star as well, I think. He's the third star. He's the Yeah, it's le- lesser than us. This is really just the, the Jack and Andy show featuring, <laughs> featuring. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> it's lucky to be the topic of our glorious podcast. <laughs> it, this 35 year old uh magnum opus should feel blessed the two chuckleheads are talking about it on come for the jojo stay for the chuckleheads that's the motto of what a beautiful podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy so um yeah we have so much more battle tendency to talk about it feels almost infinite compared to phantom blood doesn't it oh my god like going through it just again like because as before with that with um phantom blood like there's 10 internet pages because they like just short together uh two to like the two facing pages and just make one big page and these are just so dense and there's so much to like digest here like the, it just feels so much more meaty. Like I can really just sink my teeth into it. Oh yeah, it's a lot of good stuff going on, and that's what's so great about Battle Tendency is that the pacing is so much more focused that y- you just get drawn into it easier, and none of it feels like a waste of your time. Oh yeah, it's just go 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 Zapelli from the beginning. Exactly. Yeah, that's why that's a big part of why it's as good as it is, and why I'm so stoked to talk about it. And oh, yeah. well, I'm still on that note, because it, it's not Phantom Blood. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> on that note, we're on chapter fifty-one, and Colon cruel straights. Yes, we're about to have a showdown with straights. And this chapter starts off um, where well, we last left uh, Team Joge, which at this point consists solely of uh, John jo- Joseph Joestar and Smokey. Um, they just ran away from the restaurant that Jojo blew the hell out of. Oh yeah, with... it's it's dead. It, it's completely ruined everything yeah. about it. And for some reason this chapter has like uh, more than a few NPCs that don't end up mattering ever again. <laughs> yeah. Like th- this guy, like Brute, like he has a name. And it, I why is he here wait he has a name yeah it's like all oh, right because right, there's this girl that's just like oh you're so great broody oh it's did this guy even make it into the anime i don't think so he had to have if the inner tube lasso guy made it into the anime then <laughs> then broody probably did i honestly but... can't remember yeah because the beginning of battle tendency like before all the nazis happen and before caesar is kind of a blur yeah but this guy exists for JoJo taking a pound town. Uh, he uses his signature uh, grapple move that you see in All-Star Battle where he headlocks the guy and then uses his right leg to just, like, donkey kick his head. And it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that, that about sums it up. Yeah, and then Joseph and Smokey take off. Smokey is levitating in one panel. He's just, like, floating at uh, Joseph's waist very fun uh we see this reporter girl taking pictures of joseph like like oh what a scoop 
This guy's crazy. Also, many, many 1920s newspapers. <laughs> like, I'm going to just see these two people beating the shit at each other. Oh, shit. Let me take a picture. I mean, let's be real. Is that not what the media still is? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And That's then... the kind of ins- insightful uh, topical talk you can only get on What a Beautiful Podcast. Oh, yeah. This is some hard-hitting <laughs> commentary. <laughs> And then we zoom out from this random reporter girl to see that bloody and nude, very nude, straights is kind of just like uh, gripped Hanging. to this. Yeah, he's gripped to this building. And helpfully, Araki has put these pseudoscientific text boxes that uh, we haven't seen in a while. Because <laughs> uh, I, th- I think we saw them in Phantom Blood. Yeah, I think so. But, but, I, but I have to point out just... Uh, Joseph and Smokey just striking these poses right here for just just for no reason. And I know well, it's just like, oh, it's the JoJo's. They they pose. That's their thing. But like, it really is just just great though. Why is he standing like that? Why well, does he just, have his hand on his dick and covering half of his face? I I mean, you never do the face and dick like move like just like just, hanging out by the malt <laughs> shop, just like face and dick. I that's, stand outside the mall, just <laughs> hand on dick hand on face just ready to go like i'm just <laughs> just looking you know, just looking strong you know you know Tired, how they say strong. you know how they sh- say you should put your hands at 10 and 2 well joseph's doing the the old uh, 12 and 6 maneuver here <laughs> yeah so so straights has a finger pressure strength here of 235 kilograms per centimeter which Andrew is a lot. <laughs> That's a I lot. Figured, and I, fi- I, I figured you probably know what that meant, but I have no idea what that means. That, it's about, like, he's able to um, exert about 500 pounds of pressure on, a cent- like, a centimeter. Like, so, is that how he he's able to just grip onto the wall, basically? Yeah. Like, he's just, like, sheer He's putting so much will. pressure that he sticks to it. More or less. I'm assuming that he can do the same thing with his toes, or else it wouldn't make sense, and we cannot have things not making sense in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And all that, right? Yeah. I know that. Yeah. (laughs) So, straights... (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Christ. It's going to get a lot worse as far as pseudoscience, folks. It's going to get a lot worse. Oh, God, yeah. Um, So, yeah, straights is weakened because he just had to Iron Giant himself back together. Uh, Smokey is so terrified his eyes have come out of his sockets um, and Straits kidnaps the reporter girl that we just saw and brings her to this large suspension bridge which I guess is the G-Wash, no? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, huh, I, ne- I never thought about it because this is New York and this yeah, is the Yeah, I don't bridge. like the Brooklyn Bridge or something but I don't know when these bridges were made. I mean, isn't the G-Wash like super old? Whatever. It- it's a big bridge. <laughs> um, Joseph's like what, what are you doing, Straits? This, stop being weird. This is weird. Why is he assaulting this reporter? Like, why? Why, you, <laughs> why are you trying to job even harder? <laughs> so he takes the reporter girl as a hostage, sticks his hand right in her mouth. Um, That's normal. Yeah, because what he wants to do is take out Joseph before he becomes a threat to whoever. To him... Yeah, to him, you know, whatever his plan is. Yeah, which has basically become the new Dio, but better. And, like, if jo- Joseph doesn't stand down, 
uh, he's just going to kill her by ripping her jaw off and slicing through her throat and chest, which is just great, Jabber Joe. Just great. Yeah, it's a strong plan, honestly. Yeah, Joseph tries to call his bluff and immediately straight just rips out one of her molars. <laughs> oh, just... I hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you hate stuff like this. Like, <laughs> it, it shows the tooth. Like, the whole page is just the tooth falling off of the G-Wash into the river. And then there's that panel of Joseph's face, like, melting into the side of the panel. Just like, oh, <laughs> It's just, ah. <laughs> uh, so Joseph gets even more mad, does some really crazy posing, and, again, like his grandfather, becomes, like, more nude than he was before but through his sheer more anger. nude more ripped <laughs> more nude more ripped than the joseph joestar story <laughs> he rips off like his quilted uh jacket thing and just starts yelling at straights and coming at him <laughs> and then again straights goes for the space ripper stingy eyes which it's always a solid choice I mean, he doesn't really have any other, like, long-distance techniques to, like... Is that, like, the only long-distance technique vampires have, is they just have the space stingers? You know, like, what if, like, Dracula had the space ripper stingy eyes? I feel like he would have been, like... Van Helsing would have been fucked. (laughs) Yeah, he would have been dead. Like, immediately. And it sucks, because at this point, Joseph is still, like, a short-range fighter. Um, he He gets some distance moves later on, but right now... Uh, not so much. And here, he uses a technique that uh, fans of the card game Yu-Gi-Oh! might be familiar with, which <laughs> Magic Cylinder. Dude, that was that was a sick reference, dude. Like, right? I mean, you, I was... Were, did uh, you think about that earlier? Like, were you sitting on that? Yes, I was, I was of course... <laughs> as soon as I was, like, writing down the show notes, I was like, wait. Wait a second. <laughs> this is just Yu-Gi-Oh! And then I thought about, like what like would joseph joestar play Yu-Gi-Oh? and the answer to that question is yes but he would have a deck of 40 trap cards and that's it <laughs> you know what yeah. it's like i don't even care that that's not how you play the game i feel like joseph wouldn't care either he would just yeah he would he would he make would it work to his local card shop and like <laughs> try to play a game and the guy he's playing with would be some like like shitty idiot and be like oh what's that you can't play you don't have any monsters and jojo would just be like okay yeah all right and then would just start throwing trap cards and the dude would just complain about it and there's nothing you can do because it's joey jojo and he gets yeah and he's an eight foot tall meat monster in your shitty back room <laughs> yeah. card shop like surrounded he's an by eight, like eight foot tall meat monster people. and then you're just some like nerd like yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> so joey jojo activates his magic cylinder trap card and reflects the damage he would have received back at straights and in this case that means that he uses the ripple on these shot glasses uh to reflect space dripper stinging eyes into straights skull and it's very cool and very gross yes yeah um straights comes at him with the love these onomatopoeias they're they're very fun (laughs) all the yelling um and Jojo just, like, gets a ripple. He he doesn't even, like, do an overdrive. He just, like, powers up with the ripple and just knocks straight straight in the skull. Just knocks yeah, straight, I love straight, how, straight. I love how, um, 
like unrefined Joey's ripple is at this point in the story. Like he he's not really even using it properly. He's just like, oh, I'm just gonna like charge it up and see what happens. Yeah, I'm just gonna do it. I don't care. And I'm I love go just home. these more more graphic depictions of Straits Straits's glorious nudity on these pages. Oh yeah, he is so <laughs> nude. Like his body is like if you stuffed like eight kickballs into a tube sock. That's that's basically <laughs> what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, lo- it looks like he has anchor arms. Um, but he punched. <laughs> he's about to punch. Now I'm a jerk. <laughs> now everyone loves me. He punches Jabber Joe off the G wash, but then he catches him and Straits is very confused. He's like, "Why'd you do that? I can just blow your arm off." And Joey's like, "Like, yeah. What? A, what about it? I don't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you die like this." Uh, and also, like, where's Speedwagon? Because <laughs> that's really, like, what he wanted to find out, because he thinks that Speedwagon is dead, killed by straights at this point, which we know that he has not been, but mm, so be it. But instead of answering his question, he's just like, oh, you'll soon learn of the man in the column, followed immediately by, you'll soon meet the man in the column. Well, which one is going to happen first, Straits? Am I going to meet him or am I going to learn about him? Or is it just going to happen both at the same time? I think and he's implying that he's going to learn about him first and then immediately see the man in the column. But and in, in but, which case, why not just say you're going to meet him? Because that would imply both things. But, you know, Straits has to be Jobber Joe and just, like, wax on about nothing. Yeah. To Joey's credit, he does say, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> But then we go, then Straits recaps, like, what we've seen before in the previous chapters. Like, there's a man in the column start, that started absorbing blood from the dead bodies. Um, and that the pillar looked, the man in the pillar looked like he was about to awaken uh, from his 4,000 years of sleep. Which changes quantity from 4,000 to 2,000 a couple times, but it doesn't matter. Um, a long time. And then, <laughs> after imparting these words of fate that Joey was going to have to fight the man in the column at some point, and that it will impart some knowledge about the evolution and identity uh, of the human race and the vampires and the stone mask. Straits blows himself up with the ripple, and that's pretty cool. Like, because he realizes that... the panel of him just, like, about to explode into sunlight is, like, pretty neat. Oh, yeah, and the panel of him actually exploding, and he's just, like, chill about it. Yeah, he like doesn't even care. Jojo, on the other hand, uh, does a King Kong impression and like rips his gloves by clenching his fist too hard. <laughs> yeah. So on the next the uh, the next page, we get some uh, we get some history lessons. Oh God, I <laughs> I sk- I didn't even write show notes about these. It because it's like because Iraqi it's so just. Weird. Iraqi, well, it's like the uh, the Victorian history lesson in uh, Phantom Blood, where, like, the whole chapter about Tarkus and Bruford. Oh, yeah, it's just like, oh, you want to know about some, uh, some like, medieval England history? Well, here you go. And now we're going to learn about Nazis and this glorious drawing of Hitler by our friend Iraqi. I mean, it's a pretty well-done picture of Hitler. i got to give him credit. Yeah, and, and the he... text box just says, German Nazi... 
this weirdo group believe <laughs> this weirdo group <laughs> believe that they the germans were the most evolved people among humans and used this as a reason for war <laughs> they tried to use astrology magic alchemy esp occult as weapons of war which is true which is very true and yeah. which is kind of a neat like play all, like have the nazis as ancillary characters in this because it, it it's it follows and then we get but to sure, see but... oh go ahead no i was gonna say because the next page it, it introduces a character that you're gonna grow to love when you revisit this page if you were to revisit this couple of pages you'll realize oh man i liked that guy i, I totally yeah. forgot that he's a complete scumbag <laughs> yeah i forgot that he was a nazi yeah point. so you just kind of forget about it yeah and that character is guile from street fighter um <laughs> good one yeah good one jack i, I mean heard I, that one before look man the, he's guile he's so <laughs> guile it hurts except the fact that he's a nazi <sighs> yeah he's the opposite of guile yeah but it's the flat top that counts <laughs> close enough so we see this nazi guy we know he's a nazi because he's got a nazi flag in this mexican mansion plantation thing um and he's getting shaved by this uh, attendant girl who accidentally cuts him and she's fearing for her life um and stroheim which is the guile's name in this in his in this reincarnation of guile um makes the tenant girl lick his wound and then he puts the razor blade under her tongue as if to cut it and boy oh boy that's an unpleasant image no, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he sure starts off that way. Um, and <laughs> there's this one panel where, like, Araki didn't draw, like, like the bottom part of him, but the panel c still continues, and it looks like he's oh, yeah, he just... coming out of the bottle. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then we see that Speedwagon is here. He's woken up. He's not dead even though he really wishes he were dead but oh yeah he's mad oh yeah but before we see that we cut back to uh joey joestar and this reporter girl whose hair kind of looks like a net in this one panel um and he's not a gentleman he's kind of just like being a dick to this girl and to this girl's credit she just clocks someone in the jaw like real good like, oh yeah which... i mean it, it's not the first time and definitely not the last time that Joey deserves to get punched in the face. <laughs> you should probably get punched in the face more often. <laughs> it would be a humbling experience for him. Yeah. But just some a good, good back and forth between him and the girl. Uh, and then he realizes that he needs to... That I guess I should go to Mexico. <laughs> because that's where the man in the column is. That's where that's where he thinks he should go, and that maybe Speedwagon's body is there, um, so he can bring it back to Grandma Arena, so he can bury it. The next chapter. <laughs> this title like, could this title could have been worded better. <laughs> Man of the Column Resurrection Project. Resurrection it's, Project. And like I love this drawing of Stroheim. Like, I don't understand how this is supposed to be a human body. <laughs> um like it starts off half human and then like the bottom is human and then some like 
God, the Something part in happened. the middle. <laughs> like Something bad happened. He was in he was in an accident. He doesn't like to talk about it. It's the first of many. German engineering, am I right? <laughs> Deutsche science. Um, and we, we see here uh, Stroheim is a very hygienic person because throughout the story, we see, throughout this bit, we see him using aerosol spray to like either for bugs or for cleanliness. He washes his hands. Um, he gargles with mouthwash. He's kind of like a clean freak. A weird character detail that we don't see later. You know, I don't know why. Shocker. Yeah, so Speedwagon is here. He's tried to kill himself. So he, he they put him in a straitjacket um, because Speedwagon wants to kill himself because he knows that the man in the column is going to kill them all. Oh, God, yeah. Speedwagon is not thrilled about what is happening right now. Yeah, and we see this Giger-ass column that we saw in Mexico. The Germans have cut it apart, uh, brought it into their uh, secret underground bunker, um, and we see that the man is there with a bunch of stone masks littered around, and he's still, like, sleeping his sleep in there. Um, and Speedwagon, God, he is the most scared he has been up to this point. And he is literally beseeching God, God, why? Why was I not killed? Why did you let me live? <laughs> and that's, God, that's such a good line. <laughs> because, oh man, very appropriate. And I kind of torture Speedwagon a little bit with Truth Theorem, trying to get him to talk about what he knows. And we see the iconic line from Stroheim. Uh, Andrew, you want to take this one? But our German medical science is the best in the world! There's nothing we can't do. <laughs> God, I wish, because uh, in the anime this part's real good. I wish that whoever uh, voiced Stroheim could have used like some German in there, like yeah, because yeah. <laughs> even though like that sentence in German's a bit awkward because it's Deutsche Wissenschaft is the best in the world. It's <laughs> it's still... that sounded more Arnold Schwarzenegger. Than yeah, I. Man, I'm like five years removed from the last time I learned German. It's but you kind of just like rolled around your uh, mouth like a like a nice morsel, like a nice right. uh, Werther's original. So <laughs> like a nice Werther's. Yeah. Do, do, do you do that? Do you just roll a Werther's original around your mouth like a? That's that's how you get the flavor out of it. What do you what do you do? Put it in one cheek, or God forbid, I don't know, but bite I don't it? Even, I don't, I'm not even that big on hard caramels. It's all about the soft ones. But the hard caramel, like you get it for a while, and you don't have to like eat another one immediately. Like yeah, soft but that's caramel, the fun. you just eat them. You eat a bunch of them. Uh, I agree with you. Like like with cowtails, like if there's something in the caramel, but like caramel by itself, like I want to savor that burnt sugar. <laughs> But we're gonna have, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. That's fair. That's fair. We're gonna get back to the Nazis and how they want to take the blood from all these people. Um, right. So they have all these people, these prisoners, um, th for use in experiments. Uh, they say, like, we need some, we need someone's blood. Uh, pick one of y'all to die, and the rest of you get to live, and we'll we'll just take his blood and not your blood. And this this brave kid who we never see again, uh, kind of looks like Jonathan, <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Um, sacrifices himself, and Stroheim's just like, "I like you, kid. 
We might be different races, but I respect you. Only the great should live. Kill the rest. <laughs> Which... Remind me why I always talk about how much I like Stroheim. <laughs> because he's he is a he's not a son of a bitch with a heart of gold, but like there's he's like, like I don't even know he's like a son of a bitch with like with like an equally terrible heart, but he has this weird moral center to him. Like he's like a well done character. Yeah, you, like you kind of like. It's interesting in the way that a lot of people, myself included, like will like like having him around, but I still understand that he's a huge piece of shit. Yeah, and then he's a Nazi. That's the big part. Yeah, the at Nazis the end of the day, he's a bad, Nazi. Bad so it's just like you know, uh... yeah, he he's a well done, well written character. That's the important part. Exactly. Also, also well done is this super rad spread of joey joe star oh, joe... riding a motorcycle oh <laughs> god yeah, yeah i've been staring at this page and it's so sick a rocky definitely like went to a motorcycle and just looked at it for a while <laughs> Cause... oh yeah he probably spent more time on this one page than he did the rest of the chapter uh, like oh god i could look at this motorcycle but the way the dirt is flying and the cactus the cacti and the whole thing it's just excuse like... me it's cactuses um But yeah, the, uh, it's, it's a I want gorgeous. One day, if if, th- if this podcast ever blows up, I hope somebody just makes a supercut of all of my all of my. Size. <laughs> Your disappointed size. <laughs> the supercut is the length of an episode. Oh yeah, just an hour of just me sighing in disappointment. <sighs> and someone remixes it into like a song. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Um. So. Joe pulls up to this uh, Mexican town, um, gets some water, rinses out his goggles, takes a drink, realizes he's drinking from a horse trough, um, and now that he now he smells like horse and these very Mexican caricatures of people come out and start laughing at him, <laughs> and just say to him, "Let's steal his stuff and leave him in the desert." <laughs> Which is a bad thing to say in front of Joey Joestar. Yeah, they kind of picked the wrong guy to fuck with. Yeah, so Joseph uses the ripple, ostensibly, to break the the glass on one of his goggles and shoot it at the hand of one of the, uh, the caricatures, which outlines his hand and also stabs several flies through the thorax. That's, that's, a, that's an insect term for you. And one of them says, yikes. And it's, oh, man. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and knock, knock. Who's there? Gah! My <laughs> name is JoJo. I came from New York. This may be rude since we just met, but bring me food and gasoline in the next three minutes. Got that? Yeah. What a scary guy. This is how he's traveling? <laughs> And meanwhile, he's just bending his neck over, and he sees ghostly apparitions of Granny Arena and Speedwagon. Oh, yeah, I have uh, Speedwagon in the Sky with Erina written down here, and I was very proud of that. <laughs> See, Andrew, I can make a music reference just that, as fine That was as a you. solid, I, yeah, I wish I had seen, I, I didn't look at that. That's a solid music reference. Jordan. Thank I'm you. Proud of you. I appreciate it. Um, and we cut back to the man in the pillar. Uh, some more pseudoscience that 
Their punching power goes to 2,000 to 4,000 kilograms per centimeter. Their leg strength increases threefold. Let's talk about how big a number that is because because yeah, the I don't rule, fully grasp how big of a number that is. When you want to convert kilograms into pounds, uh, just like double it and add a bit. That that's that's from your science pal Jack. Like so, Thanks, Jack. four thousand kilograms is about uh, eighty five hundred pounds, or a little over four tons. <laughs> just like in a punch, and that's so, not great. That much per centimeter. So like, if he punches something, every centimeter of that punch gets pressure of eight thousand eight eighty five hundred pounds. Is what you're saying? More or less. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think... This puts, like, Dragon Ball power levels to shame. <laughs> well, Dragon Ball power levels are just, like, bullshit because they use magic. This is... this. Well, yeah. My point being is that this guy's punch could probably knock Goku's head off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that that's a fight for another day. Um, <laughs> and they're talking about how the bunker can survive anything that the man in the column can throw out. Uh, it's just the walls are meters thick. German science and engineering is the best in the world. Um, and they're about to pour blood on this column because they're German and the sciences. And they're just, they're scientists. They just and they're going to pour science. blood. Um, Speedwagon is again very afraid. He's just shaking. He's like, just don't underestimate him. Like, it... The Germans are about to do a very, very stupid thing. That that yeah, like th as if they aren't weren't already trying to fuck up the planet. Like this, this is somehow more dangerous than like Hitler and his entire army combined because Stroheim is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Stroheim thinks that it's just a primitive human who has managed to live a very long time, and that could not be further from the truth. But yeah. regardless, they pour a lot of blood on this column, and we meet santana because the man in pillar is. comes to life and rips himself out of the column and turns out he's very nude like like many nudes oh god and you know his back is just like bubbles looks like <laughs> it looks like like something's bubbling over in a stove oh yeah i was about to say it looks like um what's what are the those like we like bread that are weaved together and then they like bubble up like that oh, like hollow bread yeah his back looks like hollow bread <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually could... that is a very good analogy yeah because uh, man does santana have a weird body yeah he's got muscles on muscles um and stroheim figures that because that he's his godfather that he should get to name him so he names him after the warm winds of mexico Santana. And is that what they call the warm winds of Mexico? Is that like cuz I, I know sure, I know Santana like, probably is, is a guy. Because Araki's usually pretty good with his with his references, so like probably, but I'd actually never looked into that. Me neither, but Stroheim apparently did. So, this man we get is this called this great panel right here that's just I know I know it's supposed to be Santana like cracking his neck, but it just looks like he grew two heads for a second. Oh, on the next page? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got his head and his, his second head. Two heads. You know, head number two, it only comes out every, every once in a while. 
And Strahan is laughing at Santana because just having woken up from 2,000 years, he's uh, understandably a little clumsy and kind of just like getting his bearings. And Strohan thinks that's because he's an idiot. And Speedwagon knows a little bit better. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, everyone should have just listened to Speedwagon and none of this would have ever happened. Yeah, that's what happens when German science is the best in the world. God. So, they the Germans made a vampire because there was a bunch of stone masks. We actually see this panel of uh, Stroheim with a stone mask. And it's a very off-model stone mask. And it's kind of just perched on Stroheim's shoulder like a bird. <laughs> yeah, just, it's very strange. He's just got it there. Um, and the vampire is starving and it wants to go eat Santana. Um, and Santana... <laughs> Uh, kind of lets him, and then... Yeah, he's not bothered by it at all. Oh, not at all. And then I tried to figure out, like, what <laughs> sound effect this would be. Because um, the Japanese is just like... Um, and I, I landed on... Shlorpch. 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 Because what happens when the vampire tries to eat Santana... Santana just absorbs uh, whatever part of the vampire is touching him, and then when he moves away, uh, the rest of the vampire's body just falls off. And well, we yeah, because he turned no clip on, and then when the <laughs> vampire got inside of him, he immediately turned no clip off, and now he's stuck. Yeah, and I didn't. Oh my god, this is so gross in the color pages. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's like a Mortal Kombat fatality because you just see like an exposed spine. And, like, like a void where a mouth would be. And Santana just kind of, like, grips it and rips it. Like, just, <laughs> just pulls it, yeah. pulls the rest of the vampire right into him and just, like, has a, has a nice meal. I have uh, <laughs> Santana used absorb here, and I thought that was funny. Yeah, I think that's a fair way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Santana is basically oddish at this point. What's going on on this next page, like, with... It's this full, almost full spread of Santana, and it's like, <laughs> the drawing here just makes no sense. Oh, when Stroheim screaming, he's absorbing him, he's eating yeah. him, what a life uh, form. Next, <laughs> next to it, like, this drawing makes no sense. <laughs> well, there's one thing you can say for sure. There's a lot of flesh here. Like, oh, there's a lot, there's plenty of flesh to go around. Oh, yeah, if, like, Santana brought enough flesh for the whole class. Like, the teacher asked, Santana, did you bring enough flesh for the whole class? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and, like, with Stroheim just, like, screaming over here, I just can't help it because I'm one of those weird people that liked the uh, the dub of the first season of JoJo. And sure. And Stroheim's voice is just, I love the way Stroheim's voice is because he's just this, like, weird German dude just screaming, he's absorbing him! He's eating him! <laughs> just like i That's, i read every word in that voice and now i kind of, now funny. i'm also kind of thinking of he's eating him and he's gonna eat me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh boy wait what's wait what's that from this drama i think i is that from troll 2 oh, i've never seen troll 2 I've, i meant to yeah, I think that's I think that's a line from that. Okay, it's very oh, good. God. <laughs> but regardless, yeah, I just I, I hear Stroheim's dub voice and I love it and I can't help but I can't help but hear it in that because he's just a yelling German man. He's such a goof, but like a <laughs> Nazi goof. 
Um, yeah. So we so we move to the tracker in the desert, and we have a nice skull sun. Like there's a skull in the sun to signify right. that it's very hot. Um, Joseph realizes that something's amiss, that someone's been following him, and we also get this nice map uh, of Mexico showing like where Joseph is, where Speedwagon is, where where everything is going on. Araki probably figured that he needed to do that, but. Joey is being followed by this weird cape, and it turns out that he has attracted the attention of a new jobber. And this jobber's name is, of course, Jobber Jake. <laughs> Hi, Jobber Jake. Hi, Jobber Jake. How are you? You're not going to be here long. And jobber Jake of the of the Mexican jobbers. <laughs> of the Mexican Nazi jobbers. So this man's name is Donovan. And he's going after Joseph because he found out that he's trying to get to where Speedwagon is. And just, he just wants to get at Joseph. Um, so they have a, have a neat little short fight. Um, basically kind of just trading blows. Donovan seems to have the upper hand, like punching through this weird curtain that he just has. Um, tricks Joseph into punching a cactus while he balances oh, yeah. on the cactus with his knife. With his weird ribbon knife that he can just yeah, unfurl. it's like normally this would be something that you would need the ripple to do, but no, this guy can just do that. Yeah, it's neat, and he kind of he stabs Joseph a bunch, stabs him with some cactus, kicks him in the head, um, and then just backs away. And Donovan feels something's up. It's like what taking cover? What are you talking about? What's with this cactus? Take a closer look. <laughs> And then the cactus explodes because and of course. he gets course, a face full of cactus. Oh my god! And it's in his eyes. It's on his mouth. It's on his tongue. Because what Joseph did when he punched the cactus was put some ripple in it. Because cactuses are mostly water. The cactus just exploded right the fuck up. Just and in into Donovan, and Joseph gets some nice information from Donovan. Also puts a compass in his eye. And I never knew why he did that. Like, just I don't know. Cause I really Don, don't know. Donovan's like, oh, it's my eye. Take out this magnet. I'll talk. I'll talk. It's just weird. It's just Joey Jojo being a trickster. Yeah, and we constantly back... with his hand up to his face with his index finger down. Just that's he's just always doing that. <laughs> Yeah, he <laughs> that's is. just his thing. That's it's his. Thing I played that a does. trick on you, face. <laughs> yeah. We cut back to Santana and Guile. Um, they realize that Santana has learned to speak by lip reading, and they realize, like, oh, he might be smarter than we gave him credit for. Yeah, just a little bit. Tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Um, Sroheim. Sartoro. And that closes out the chapter. And we are just about at the 40 minute mark. So that should be enough enough battle tendency for today's episode. I didn't kind of want to get a little further, but, you know, we get caught up in it sometimes. We're going to open with a really good chapter next week. And we had a really good episode to talk about anyway. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Battle Tendency is great, and everyone should read it. Um, exactly. It makes reading so moving fan on blood. to, uh, 
worthwhile. Moving on to Diamond is Unbreakable, the animation, and you know, <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like it's almost like moot to just be like, oh, we had another great episode this week because like let's be honest, they have all been great. There has yeah. not been a bad episode, and I don't I don't think there will ever be a bad episode. Yeah, I was so, thinking about that. I was like, what is there? What what arcs are bad in? Diamond does not crash, and I really could not think. I don't think there is one. Like that's what I'm saying. Like every week, I'm just like, oh man, another great episode of uh, Diamond is Unbreakable. But then I'm just, I was thinking, and I'm just like, man, I don't even think that's worth saying anymore, <laughs> because you know, if all of them are great, then none of them are great. Yeah, maybe Cinderella will suck. I don't know, but this episode we'll did not suck, and it was. Yeah, I, I was very surprised to see that they turned, they made Harvest a two parter. Well, because. Like, they start off with meeting Shigeki, and then, um, like, doing the doing the whole money-gathering thing. And then the second part's, like, gonna be the fight. And then... Ah, right, that's true. They have, like, a really, like, in, in-depth and involved fight. Like, that, like, should have some great animation, because they're, like, jumping off rooftops. Like, they're all using their stand powers. It's really good, actually. Yeah, you're right. And from here, from... from here forward we're going to be referring to shigechi as fatty fatty or fatty or the fat one or fatty fatone Uh, (laughs) fatty fatone yeah i just came up with that one i like that (laughs) i I like that one but so basically fatty has a stand called harvest Mm -hmm. and it's just a bunch of little bugs that will do his bidding Mm -hmm. so fatty being the uh the entrepreneurial man that he is (laughs) sends out his little harvests to collect coins dropped under vending machines and other things like that and he amasses a large sum of money because there are apparently just like infinite change lying around good old moiro yeah so he got one hundred twenty thousand yen which i always forget that you have to like knock off two zeros from yen to get the dollars so like he got he got about twelve hundred dollars that's not bad yeah, just from picking up change that's pretty damn good yeah i wish i had twelve hundred dollars like just, just lying around yeah especially in this town damn but yeah so these little bee wasp men can just like go around they're like a long range stand um but fatty can still like control them to some extent which is pretty powerful you really don't see like a long well, yeah range and they stand. also seem like almost semi-autonomous like he just like it gives them a command and then they just do it yeah um he's a neat character to play as in a all-star battle because all of his movement is based around Harvest carrying him, which is very fun. Yeah. But, so, beginning of the episode, Josuke and Okuyasu uh, meet up, meet this this little boy, this this boy man. Um, because they see, because they find the Harvest, like, around town. They both meet up separately because they think that it's a stand attack doing something. And Harvest leads them back to Fatty who is in a park collecting all of this loose change and they're trying they're trying to hide themselves behind this bush and both of these men are like six foot nine and i can only imagine (laughs) that looking at this bush is akin to trying to hide like um a buick behind like a mailbox (laughs) yeah i sometimes forget like just how grotesquely huge josuke and okiasu are and the scaling yeah. is sometimes off. Yeah, because like Araki got really good at 
anatomy at that point, and he was able to draw large men without them being like eight kickballs in a tube sock. <laughs> God yeah, bless him. Yeah, exactly. They started looking more like people at this point. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then Shigeki like sees this and is like, "Hey, you guys can see my stand too." And he's like really happy to see like two other people that like they they all have special powers together because he's never had friends before because he's kind of he's a little bit of a slow boy but his, he's a slow boy and for whatever reason he's got spikes coming out of his head that's his hair he's it's like a <laughs> it's like a bart he, he is bart simpson <laughs> oh god you know i just have to say i saw on the internet today yeah i saw i saw fatty drawn as a minion and it was one of the worst things i ever oh saw my in my god. life it was so bad i was crying it made <sighs> me cry jack it hurt oh. me <laughs> <sighs> okay. yeah. gonna take a second we're gonna move we're gonna, past. Re we're gonna regroup here yeah i okay. hope you all just have that image in your head now yeah and if you don't like go google search it yeah so and fatty tries to give Josuke and Okuyasu half the money that he found because they're friends now because he has a warped sense of what friends do for each other. And Josuke is like, no, you, you don't, you can't buy friends like that. But I just got an idea that will make us all rich. Josuke's um, such an enterprising boy. Yeah, he's an he's an enterprising boy throughout the manga, especially when he tries yeah. when he like burns down Rohan's house in a dice game. <laughs> Uh, oh i can't wait for that oh, I, that's gonna that's be... like my most hyped like little arc i, I keep I, going on about it but i'm so excited that and superfly yeah exactly yeah those weird like one-offs um but josuke's idea because in japan like they do have like like loyalty stamps and cards that uh you get when you buy stuff it's at stores and you can trade them in at, for money when you've amassed enough of them or like you can get money off certain items, and he figures like no one keep like barely anyone holds on to these things. So there's probably a lot of them out there that are just like either ripped up or just in the trash. And I can fix all of them with Crazy Diamond. So why don't you just send Harvest out to get like all these stamps and tchotchkes and stuff, and we'll see what we get. So and then he does it, and then they get so many of them. They get like, a so lot many. of stuff. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot. And Josuke goes to redeem, like, this giant book of loyalty stamps from the big supermarket, uh, the Turtle Supermarket. Let's call it let's, let's call it the Turtle Supermarket. And Fatty and Okiyasu are just, like, hiding behind this sign. <laughs> yeah, again. And then we get again. this weird little moment where, like, Koichi, like, walks past and just is just, like, yelling at Okiyasu, like, wondering oh, yeah. who this other guy is. And then he just sees uh, Yukato, like, Yukako. peering yukako is that bad. wait is that her name shit whatever oh god we're bad but yeah, uh, we're bad anyway <laughs> she's peering out out from the behind this wall and koichi's just like nah and just bolts it and that's I'm the out. last we see of koichi this episode <laughs> i do not want to be quizzed on prince ever again nope no thank you um yeah, I guess that was just to remind us that Koichi still exists, as well as uh, Yukako, or Yukata, or 
Yamagishi. Just you know what? Let's just agree that I just never want to be quizzed on names because I am just so bad. I'm so bad with names. In a yeah, lot of that's, that's fair. That's fair. There's so uh, many characters. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't remember? Uh, boys, boys to men, man, boy. Jack, uh, Jack, I'll be honest with you. You like mentioned Sports Max the other day, and I, I honestly I had completely forgotten that Sports Max was a character's name. Oh my god, he's got the best stand. He turns, he turns into, uh, he, t- he makes everything invisible zombies, including himself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, so they're like waiting for Josuke to come back, and then Josuke comes back, and then they're just like, oh, so you get anything? And, like, Josuke being a little shit is just like, <laughs> oh, you know, I don't know, but uh, it did turn into 61,000 yen, 61,500 yen, and they're, like, they freak out, because it's just like, damn, they just got, like, like a lot of bucks. money for, yeah, for doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. And then Fatty takes a big old heel turn. Oh, God, yeah, so Josuke lets him see the money, like, thinking that it's okay. And Fatty's just like, you know what? These fucking moochers did nothing. Yeah, I'm, this is mine now. You can have So they get 10,000 yen. Yeah, you get one 10,000 yen, and Okiasu is just not pleased. Yeah, he's gonna, he's about to flip his shit, and Josuke's like, yo, yo, dude, yo, dude, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. A hundred bucks is a hundred bucks, which, which is a fair point. Fair yeah, because they they really like Josuke knows they didn't do shit to get it, so it's like okay, we still get a hundred bucks for doing nothing. Let's yeah, go get a fucking drink or something, like you know whatever. But yeah, Fatty's a real asshole then too, because he asked Yokiyasu if he wants a drink. It's like yeah, I want a drink. It's like yeah, buy it yourself. It's like God <laughs> damn it, Fatty. I'm so glad you get what's coming to you. <laughs> oh God, I'm I I just I think I th- I couldn't stop thinking about it while watching the episode. I'm like. Oh man, something bad's happening to you, fatty. Yeah, I hope they do. Um, uh, Yoshikage Kira's Quiet Life is like one episode because it's a good episode. It would be. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Okiyasu is going through some lottery tickets that he asked Fatty to get like harvest to harvest. <laughs> um, and he's going through like the big lottery winner's book and comparing them with all these broken tickets. And he finds one that's uh, it's worth a bit of money. Yeah. And he, <laughs> I like his uh, his double take like between the book and the ticket that goes on for like a solid minute. And just it like, just get one huh? of the most beautiful huh? things ever put to animation. Oh yeah. And that is yeah. uh, Josuke and Okiyasu's reaction to winning five million yen. Yeah, there's fireworks at like heart peace sign. <laughs> And then just, like, the words, yes, great, happy. <laughs> it, it looked just as I imagined it would animate it. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, so they got, five, they got 5 million yen, about $50,000. Pretty good. It's pretty good, right? And yeah, then, not bad. The, oh, shit. Does Fatty do the heel t- another heel turn before? Well, yeah, because, like, they're freaking out, and then and then Fatty's just like, wait a minute. Like, they only found that lottery ticket because of my harvest. There's uh, no way I'm letting them have half of that money to be continued. Uh, oh, yeah. Bow, down, bow, bow. No. The, 
Yes is no longer the to be continued. Jack. I Jack. Miss, I miss it. I, I always miss it. But, you know, the current one's still good. Yeah, did you... <laughs> A quick off topic. Did you see the high quality rip that I uh, tweeted? That was Mr. Gimmick, but it's just roundabout. No. It, oh my god. It's very it's very high quality. Just so you guys know, if if you don't know what we're talking about, just look up Silva Gunner on YouTube and it'll be the greatest thing you've ever done with your time. Yeah, we're not gonna say anything <laughs> else about it, but it's like it's a it's a fun way to spend uh any amount of time on YouTube? Yeah, yeah when any we first amount of discovered time. it, we spent a couple hours, but you could probably spend a couple days at this point. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, hard cut on the episode. And then next week, we get a really cool fight between uh, Fatty and the other two, and we find out why Harvest is a terrifying stand. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You ever, it, you ever... It, it's not as happy-go-lucky as this first episode would make it seem. No, but that's for next episode. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait to we read more Battle Tendency. Jeez, it's so much fun. Oh, God, yeah. And we haven't even gotten to the good shit yet. Like, the real good shit. No. Like, we, we got the... We get, we get to hit all of the classic Shonen notes coming up. Like, we get the training the training arc. Oh, and then we sure do. Hell pillar, hell pillar, pillar good, hell pillar. Oh, God, yes. And we get a couple good battles. And then we, then we get a little mini tournament arc thrown in there. It's like, it's like all of the classic Shonen tropes just compressed into this, like beautifully play paced masterpiece mm-hmm. and it's all so good oh but until next time uh also we are on officially on itunes now so if you're listening to us on itunes first of all thank you so much uh be oh, sure yeah, to seriously thanks thanks for listening to our weird our, our very very weird nonsense jojo show yeah our, we appreciate our fever you. dream um <laughs> if you're listening to us on itunes give us a subscribe give us a like we want as many people as possible to listen yeah, to this hit, hit hit that five star you know because because we we love you yeah we love doing this and if you're listening from the subreddit thank you so much it means a lot yeah we love you guys too and if you just happen to stumble on our soundcloud and you're not a bot we also love you <laughs> there sure are a lot of bots on here <laughs> oh man yeah but thanks again guys we'll see y'all next week goodbye guys